0: Everyone, welcome back to Biles Tonight. Happy New Year. Happy New Decades. <laughs> uh, today I'm with uh, my good friends. In fact, one of my bestest friends, Jean Beds.
1: How you doing bro? I'm good man, what about you?
0: Uh, you know, and I know you guys look at me and sometimes I just think, Rah. William, you're a bit enthusiastic, you're a bit passionate. Okay, I think it's a Cameroonian thing, you know, because Jean's also a Cameroonian guy with a lot of passion. And you know, just just like me, just like most of the Cameroons you meet, he grafts. <laughs> he grafts.
1: I'm going to talk a bit about your passion. My passion really is making films, you know. Them ones you go to go to pay for at View for four ninety nine. One day you're gonna go and pay for my film. I promise you that. I love films because I've got a great imagination. I think it's a talent for me, because, you know, sitting down, coming up with stories, creating character, developing characters, attaching the characters to a story, combining one story to another one. It's not easy, and... uh, Because I've been doing acting for, what, nearly two years now, and... uh, I've had loads of actors saying they cannot write. Whereas me, I can easily write. And uh, just one of those, man.
0: Yes, yeah, sort one of those,
1: you know. And uh, <clears throat> what, what, what how did you first get into acting? What was your first... It's actually mad, you know, because it was back in high school when I did theatre. Because right. I've done... We did Guys and Door uh, and I was playing the role of Big Joe. I remember at that point, my English was so crap, like... God oh, damn it. One of the guys was... It's weird, but it always happens like that. One person cannot do a certain role anymore, and they're looking for a replacement. You and somehow you're the replacement, and then you go on to do it perfectly, and then that's how <laughs> you start liking. It's weird, but it's like a movie. But that, this is actually a real thing. Cause I remember I was just supposed to, I was just supposed to be a supporting artist, like an extra. So just someone singing and dancing at the background
0: yeah
1: and then the guy was meant to play big jewel did not turn up or whatever i don't remember but then they were like jean could you do this and i was like you know my english is not the best because i was still learning english to be fair and they were like nah but you should learn the script if you do this if you do that you can be able to and guess what i did it three days in a row mad and since then you just fell in love with the craft yeah that's how i started and then I joined Oldham Collegium. That was hard. That was hard because I come like, from Manchester, but I used to go Oldham every single Monday just to do theatre. Right. And it's like two hours on the bus. And that was so long. So long. So you go there after... Was it after high school or college? I don't remember. But I used to go there, come back every single Monday. We had some performance like Christmas... Uh, Eastern holidays, but that's how I start liking theatre. Yeah, I mean, when, when you like
0: something, uh,
1: you find you find the motivation to do it, don't you? Yeah, you do find the motivation. You like, know, do them, there's some people that are like two hours. Fuck that! I'm not doing it. It depends on how much work you put into those two hours. It depends. Yeah. Because if I take if I take a good example on me, when I'm writing a script. Like currently, I'm gonna start writing another one. If I've got two hours, I'm gonna make sure I'm watching a movie at the same time, I'm listening to music at the same time, and I'm writing at the same time.
0: What does that not? Because me, I can't. I'm
1: That's, doing one thing or not. You know, I'm I'm a focus guy. You know what I, I mean? cannot be focused. I cannot if I'm not watching maybe football like. You know those games you want to watch, but you don't yeah. really have to. I just play on the side, and I'm doing the script on the other side. I cannot fully just commit to one thing. It's so hard, but uh, that's how it gets me going. That's how you don't realize. Oh, it's already 4 a.m. But you've done so much work because you were doing something else. Like, man, what's 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 the script that you're currently working on? Like, what's the projects oh, you doing at the moment? At the moment, the project. The big project I'm working on is Chicken Lane. But if you're talking about the script and writing right now, it's something completely different. So that's what I want oh, to know.
0: no. Let's talk about Chicken Lane, which uh, I'm quite happy to say I am actually Executive producer on. Not, not to, not to not, boast. Not to
1: brag. Not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Chicken Lane is going to be what? Uh, Chicken Lane is going to be a web series based on my kind of story but when I say my story it's not fully my story because we need some sort of fiction in films and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: but it all started with when I started working at KFC I'm sure some of you know KFC
0: all of you know KFC let's be
1: honest I don't know how to play, but some of you know KFC too well yeah too well <laughs> remember that little business we had as well with KFC oh yeah that was <laughs> good one well. KFC was so crap to put it that way. Literally so crap. You got different type of customer coming, complaining about different stuff. Not going to lie, it helps you to, to learn about different people because different people have different mentality, attitude. And at KFC, they've got worse customers. Honestly, like it was so bad, especially working at the drive through In fact, Chicken Lane, before being called Chicken Lane, it was called drive through and it was meant to be a short film just a short piece, comedies about different characters, and Leo was meant to be in there as well, Mm -hmm. but when he was fully the comedy bit. But then as I worked, because I worked on that script for more than a year, I worked on on the script, I changed it, changed it, new storylines, different stuff. The name changed to Chicken Lane, because Drive-Thru was especially for the Drive-Thru, because I used to work on the Drive-Thru. In fact, I was only working the drive thru and it was so annoying to the point where I decided to make a film. Chicken Lane now is a web series. It's more about the work environment, not just working at KFC, but it's more about all of us who start working at a shit job. It might be McDonald's, KFC, or whatever, with the minimum wage, with the shit manager, with the all oh, you late, all oh, you this, all oh, you that. Honestly, I used to work at McDonald's. That was my first job. And i do never, I never forget one time,
0: because the McDonald's I worked at was about a 10-minute walk. Depends how heavy you are. About a 10-minute walk from the KFC where you worked. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I was on shift, there was a guy who worked at your KFC. He came to McDonald's on a break. That <laughs> to
1: is get mad. A that is oh,
0: mad. No, that gave you too much jokes. Uh oh. yeah, it's so you're saying.
1: Yeah, he's. That's that's how Chicken Lane started. To be fair, and uh, I start, you know, working a bit more on different areas, not just comedies, because for me, comedies my main my main genre. If I want to talk about what your what your style of writing, and then I, I had to include a little bit more drama, you know, to get some more storylines on the board. And I can tell, yeah. We've got a solid script right now, like really solid. Yeah. So like, like it's starting to come
0: through together. Yeah. It's starting. <coughs> it start. it to come through nicely. And how does it feel now that it's becoming? Because you know this was just thoughts you had when you was on the drive thru at KFC. Now it's turning into an actual web series. How does that feel?
1: Man, it feels great. It feels great. <clears throat> it's like. I don't know what type of metaphor I can link this to without sounding like a pervert, but <laughs> it's like you've been wanting this one girl for a very long time. You've been drafting, sweating and everything, poetry, songs, everything you can put into it. And finally, she says yes. Not even say yes, yeah, being your girlfriend, but just yes for a date. Because if you want to talk about what level, we are with Chicken Ling. We are on a date. Yeah, it's just, you,
0: you've just really started getting it into this place where you want it to go. Yeah, basically, which is amazing though, because you went from go from a place when you were just asking your friends if they can help out to now you're dealing with professional actors. You got like tens of thousands of followers into uh, professional screenwriters, professional uh, uh, cinematographers.
1: Bro, if you don't know how proud I am when you say that, like, it actually makes me think about how far I've come because, yo, that was actually long, you know. I remember, if you remember that summer when we were walking around asking people, like, yo, do you want to follow the meme page? We want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, that's literally how we started this whole thing. And now having some professional on board, it's like, you know what? Actually, put some work in there, and that's—it feels great. It feels great.
0: <coughs> you see, but it's—it's it's just as uh, Richard said said in a few episodes ago. You reap what you sow because you've been putting in the graph, like because you started off with the Instagram page JBL Productions. We used to go around on our college campus asking randoms, "Yo, follow this page, please. Yo, follow this page, Random. please. Yo, follow this <laughs> page, please." It
1: was mad. And now we've got we've got a decent well we've got a decent amount of followers for what we do. Shout out to Louis to pull up for putting out some good memes as well. Yeah, because he's working on that, and I'm working on he, the he film. He's twenty four seven. Yeah, man. Like we're both working on different areas, but for the same goal. And it's it's actually it's good, man. Like honestly, yeah. No one's going to tell you work doesn't pay. It does. Maybe it's not going to pay now or today, but it does at some point. And when you finally come into to realise, yo, what I did is actually working, you're like, yeah. And the problem is, when someone else tells you it's working, that's actually when you realise how important the work you've been putting. Because... Me sitting here talking, mate, I'm proud, cause I can, I can just wake up and start talking about my project. This is how good I think it is right now. And me being here on the podcast, you don't know how much gas I am. I have no idea, mate. Honestly. Hey yo, I'm the gas on here. I've got, Honestly.
0: I've got Jean beds on my podcasts. <laughs> nah, but you know, it's it's lovely and it's great, but. It wasn't always lovely and great and easy. Like with any route to success, is is bumpy. Any any successful person will tell you that. Like what what difficulties have you had
1: coming up with this? You want to talk about difficulties, man? You you there's always difficulties. There's all because this is, sounds stupid, but some of the difficulties sometimes is just to choose a film to watch alongside writing. That's just stupid, but that's one thing. Okay. And the biggest one is to convince people that what you're trying to do is worth it. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's worth it. Because I'm not going to lie to you, yeah? I didn't go uni or study filmmaking or whatever. What I've studied is just from what I've seen on TV and I tried to think about it as well. And sometime when I've been acting on some other productions. And I've had bad people telling me, yo... You don't have enough experience to do a web series. Forget about the web series. Just focus on doing something that's going to be two or three minutes. I've had it for a very, very, very long time. I've been working on this for, what, two years or let's say three years or four years alongside with the JBL production and everything. Mm -hmm. Alongside the way, people have been telling me, no, this is a bad idea. No, don't do this. No, you don't have enough experience. Start by being an assistant producer on the production, and you know what an assistant producer is. You know where we are right now. Mm-hmm. You know my car is outside there. Yeah. The assistant producer is basically outside there, where the director is inside, giving direction for, for the film basically. How am I going to be an assistant producer when I want to be a director? Like that's not me. That's what I say to them, I said no, that's not what I want to do. This is my project. If you don't want to help, mate, you can bounce. I'm just going to do this my own way. And I'm so lucky enough to have guys like you, Luis, Leo, all the boys who've been supporting the team from the very beginning. Even from the time where I was using Word or Notepad on my phone to write the script. Cause this is how far I've come, mate. I started with writing the script with no template literally no template <clears> to being able to you know what understand the software of how to write scripts and yeah. stuff and know what every single and and you educate yourself it's not like you, it's not like you just
0: stood down and like someone just gonna put the information in your head like I remember it was like last summer or two summers ago you used to go to acting classes and, and writing like just filmmaking classes like every week
1: yeah I did that I did that it was with uh, SSR here in Hardwick I did that for a bit because I wanted to learn about the whole production bit. But not going to lie, trying to learn about production in one week and spending the amount of money I spent, is not going to help you. For me, that was that was a big mistake because it didn't help me at all. Like, it, Really? It did not. It was just, I spent money. I had a bit of the feel of film production, but that was just a bit. And it was not even enough. I had to learn it myself my own way like you know research well they do say
0: self-taught is is like the the most prolific way to do it and frankly that's that's the way to do it folks like if you've really got a passion don't matter how impossible it sounds you know people will laugh people will say "No, you can't people will be back and forth with you but if you're that determined do you hear the determination this guy's voice he
1: there's there's nothing that's gonna stop john from making sure this thing becomes a reality Mate, there's nothing. The one thing that closed up it was... Dying. Not, not even... Yeah, that dying, that's one thing. But one month or two months ago, one of the guys I've been working with for one year on the script, that means from the very first draft to the draft we're at right now, he dropped me and the message the guy sent me, tell, talking to me about the script... Telling me how he's not to a professional standard. Imagine working your ass off for one year, literally every single day on a script. When I say every single day, it's like three, four days a week. And mm-hmm. I used to work until 4 a.m. in the morning just on the script. Work on the script, send it to the guy, gives me feedback. Work on it again, send it to the guy, gives me feedback. Not going to lie, when you have a role idea, sometimes it's good to have someone have a bit of experience in the field so he can give you some more yeah, direction on where to go. Yeah, to certain standards. And can you believe the guy dropped me, telling me the script is not to a professional standard, it's not really to film, it's not... There was so much negativity in what he sent me. Like, honestly... And he's been working with you for a year. He's been working with me for a year on man, the show same Show business crew, man. I swear, if, because I remember that day when he sent me the text, I had to send it to my girl because sometimes when I'm pissed off, she helps me to cool down and maybe, you know, think about something else. I had to send it to her and she was like, yeah, well, that's his opinion. At the end of the day, it's his opinion. And And people have so many opinions. And what she said to me is what I felt as well. Fair enough, we've been working together for a year, but don't... Embrace my project as if it was yours. Because at the end of the day, it's still mine, mate. You're just helping. Fair enough. You've been helping for a very long time. And yeah, you're going to still be helping because it's a web series. It's not just a film. So it's not yours. We're working together. I come to you. You come to me. We share ideas. But at the end of the day, my name is going to be written out there as a writer. It's your IP.
0: Yeah. That's again twisted, man. ha uh-huh. how... Uh-huh. How how have you bounced back from
1: that? Oh, how I've bounced back from it is loads of four five a.m.s, mate. Been looking around, looking, 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 looking around for a new dop because it was meant to be the dop, which is director of photography. For those who doesn't know, You're looking for a new dop, and it took time because my script is what thirty pages. And unfortunately, right now, I cannot afford to pay people for your work, but we can pay for expenses and food on set and everything else that goes with it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, 100% sure, we're going to get to the level where I can fully pay people for your work, your commitment and everything. But right now, we cannot. That's why I'm trying to get on board people who like the project, first of all. All those professionals I've been posting on my stories and telling you about, I'm not gonna pay them, you know. They have they have paid jobs. Some of them are verified on Twitter. Some of them has been doing beats and bobs, but they just they just read the script and they were like, "Oh, this is cool. this is actually interesting," you know. I wouldn't mind. Oh, and he comes to me and asks me questions. And the good thing about my project is, it doesn't matter what question you're gonna have for me about the storyline, I'm gonna answer it to the point where. No, it's true. I remember one time we
0: had a. Argument on the scripts until like 3 a.m. And I was, and the truth is, what I clocked is, yeah, because he was the, John sent me the scripts, I read it, and I was, the truth is, I was intrigued. And then I went to John, like, Yeah, I'm confused, how come this happens? And then the guy goes, you see in episode two. And I was like, what do you mean you see episode two? I want to know what's going to And I realized, wait, that's just good screenwriting because now I just want to know what happens next. <laughs>
1: that's what, that, that's, that's the aim, and sometimes it's hard. Especially when you send a script to someone and you don't want to break down the whole story. It's really hard. Because you don't want to leave the person in confusion. But the good thing about the way I've learned how to write script is there's always going to be something that tells you what's going to happen. Yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah. You know, that English literature GCSE. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the thing some people don't do when they read the script is to just read the dialogue but they don't read the stage direction which <coughs> is a crime it is a crime because if you miss the stage direction then you don't know what the dialogue is all about and that's why people tend to ask some questions and I tend to say well you know what this is for the second episode but this one there there's a stage direction that explains what's happening in a way so yeah you need to know your stuff you need to work yeah. on your stuff and um, plus you know it it does make more sense when you watch it. It will make so much more sense, mate. It so does. So much more sense.
0: Nah, but uh, me, I'm very I'm very excited for when this comes through. I remember initially I was going to play a part in this, but unfortunately, I go uni in Newcastle, so you know. Yeah, man. is New- doing dirty to you right there. Seriously. <sighs> so fortunately, my, my role's been uh, occupied, but you know, I'm just happy it's going to exist, you know. Yeah. I'm happy. It's gonna, and that's why I'm so happy to... Uh, being an executive producer on this because not only is my guy and I have complete, I, I know he's gonna graft, I know he's gonna pull through the results, but it's just this is generally, generally, generally
1: a piece of art here. And um, am with, with my eyes closed, I, I can. And you don't even know what's coming on the second, the third, the fourth episode, mate. Like, my head is so open and I've had so much more abilities. And opportunities like if other people, I've I've clocked, but there's to the point where there's so many actors interested. I have to say, you have to wait for the second episode. I've done nothing. You guys who are listening right there, right now, I've got nothing on my CV as a writer, or as a director, but there are other professional actors coming to me, and I'm like, you have to wait for the second episode because the first one is fully casted. This is this is how good I've come to, and yo. Honestly, man. You worked hard. <clears throat> no, you worked hard. And
0: this is what Bison act is trying to, has been you know, you guys probably caught by now, but this is what I'm trying I'm trying to evoke to everyone. The key to success is hard work. Simple. <laughs> like it's simple. Like you know, but hard work doesn't just mean you stayed up till four AM. It doesn't just mean you you went out to the
1: library on it. It's all about your brain. You want to know... I've said that to one of my boys the other day. Like, he was asking me... When do you get the ideas to start writing a script? Like, when does it happen? You want to know when it happens? It happens on Monday and Tuesday when I'm working at Sainsbury. That's when it happens. I'm working, but I'm focusing on what I want to do, which is script writing and directing. I focus on the ideas I've got for my personal project or for other short films I'm thinking about. That's when... You're serving a customer, but you're thinking about what you really want to do. It it helps so much. I have no idea, mate. It helps so much. See that 24-7. Well.
0: It's, it's on the forefront of your mind. And I guess the truth is as well, Like it's much easier to work hard on something you're passionate about. Yeah. Which you're clearly passionate about. So, to so tell you, I feel like if you're having, you know, you're struggling with... Getting up in the morning to go and do what you gotta do. Maybe you gotta ask yourself, are you doing the right thing? Maybe you gotta, you know, d- do some self-reflection. Maybe we'll take some time out. And I'm not one of these guys. Yeah, take a month off, find yourself, no, discover. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, maybe a day, maybe the weekend. You could just ask yourself the question, Yo, what am I passionate about? What could I find myself? I forget what time it is because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah.
1: Because I love it that much. What, what is that for me? That That's. What you doing? That's a really good point, you know, because when you realize, oh, it's already morning. wow oh, I gotta sleep still. <laughs> that that's what you gotta to get to. Yeah, that's a very good point actually, because <coughs> if I take a simple example, when you go to uni, oh, I've got nine a.m. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, you're not passionate about uni, are ya? No. Yeah, or oh, maybe you're just too
0: passionate about about the bevs. <laughs> All right, then John. So, uh, well, I've got one last question for you. What what is Chicken
1: Lane all about? Chicken Lane is about the story of every single young man or girl out there that's trying to get away through life, working, going uni, college or whatever. Relationships, you know. Another one. And life as in threat you've got in this life like in the past what a few months manchester the bad crimes and stuff that yeah. didn't used to happen stabbings, yeah. and, stabbings and robberies and robberies and nonsense like that so yeah chicken lane talk a bit about everything about how to make money how to look for jobs even how to pull girls, cause that's <laughs> that's another thing as well. Uh, how you do need to know how to pull girls. Of course you do, but all guys, whatever it is. But yeah, but in a different, in a different level, in a different type of setting, and a different type of people you get out there as well. Like, right? Chicken Lane is a lot about the experience of the people I know. Don't be surprised if one day I send you the script and you're going to be like, oh shit, that was my story. Well, it is true, like, art, it does come from places of reality.
0: Yeah. It also forms of art expression, like, my podcast comes from places of reality, like, you know, Drake's music comes from places of reality, like, and that's what makes the best art, I think. When there's that authenticity, that, that reality it because I don't, I don't like these bullshit kind of films and TV shows, like, when it's
1: too fictional, it's like, I can't relate to this at all. That's why I don't like fantasies, for example, like, those sci-fi and, uh. Star Wars. <laughs> Sorry if there's any Star Wars fan, but pff, I cannot stand that because for me there's no reality whatsoever on that.
0: Nah, he, me, I'm not
1: too much of it here. But uh, you know,
0: this guy, in in this decade, you win an Oscar or a People's Choice Award, or something like
1: I can see the success coming your way. That's why I'm. That's why I. That's why I'm always telling. That's why I'm always telling my girl, for example, one day she's gonna see a bus driving there. She's going to see my name. She's going to see the buster. It's going to be my film. Maybe not Chicken Lane. Maybe something else, but she's going to see my name up there. That's when you guys are going to know we've made it. Love to see it. Man. You see that vision, guys, man? It's still possible as
0: well. If you were to put the work in, oh, gosh, everything you want can happen. Everything can happen. But, uh, you know, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I hope you are looking forward to Chicken Lane because I know I am. Uh, <coughs> you know, there's, there's, it's still to be confirmed. Like, because we've not even started shooting yet. We've just got a cast together and a little crew together. Yeah. Like, when it will be out, you know, there will be more details on that accordingly. But uh, if you follow Zhang's socials, follow JBL Productions, you know, it's all, it's all updated. And I'll put the descriptions. I put in the links in the description as usual. But, uh, yeah, man, take care. And, uh, you know, it's 2020 now, so have that clear vision for your life like John does and
1: do something about it. And one thing as well is that's a a good advice to whatever you guys are doing, whatever you want to do in life. If someone's not helping you, drop the cunt and carry (laughs) on. Simple. (laughs) Don't be scared of dropping people. It's true. People will hate on you.
0: Not even because what you do is not good. Just because yes. Yeah. All sorts of reasons, but that's a whole other of a podcast. But uh, John, thanks for coming on big man. Cheers, man. Take thanks. care, guys.